1: That means about 24,000 Georgians uh, affected by this. But just again, Attorney General Jeff Session, the White House announcing that the DACA program will be rescinded.
0: Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB.
2: A little late, but live from Sherwood Forest, Hour One, the radio hour of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am the aforementioned Eric Von Hessler. You are listening to the fastest growing radio show in America. The Doctrinaires are here. Man of a thousand voices. That funny fella, Tim. Tim Andrews is here. Good good morning. Thank you. She's always adorable, always entertaining. Autumn Fisher is here with us. (laughs) Hello. And Jared Yamamoto cannot be here with us because he's off at some convention somewhere. So we brought in English Nick here to uh, give us Ooh, our stories. Good, good morning! I believe you have a green card. I do, yes. I don't, it, uh, yeah. It's like 11, 12 years old. Now, Can I yeah. see it now? I want to make sure before we move yeah, forward. Yeah, okay, it, it, like to see it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you're a dreamer. I know the ladies find you dreaming. Dreamer! Let's do this. Headlines for Tuesday, September 5th. The ladies find you dreamy. That's why well, that's I call you, you the dreamer. You say that. I don't oh, no. You're like an aging monkey. I don't mean the animal. I mean the show. <laughs> Who's going to make our rock blocks if Nick gets deported? <laughs> oh, that's but, the important thing. That's exactly right. But is he not taking the job of someone else who would build those rock blocks? I an, build an American a rock block. who was born here? Yeah, hey, hang on. Uh, no, Eric Von
3: Hester, could you build a rock block, do you think? No, I could not. It's Tim not Andrews, for me. could you build a rock no, block?
2: No, I'm not. Skilled. Al- Alan Hunt, I was going to ask him, but he probably could do it. Yeah, uh, uh, he could build anything, yeah. Alan Hunt. So uh, let's do this. Oh, oh, we just did that. Oh, did did we did it already. Oh, okay. I'm confused. Thank you,
3: Adam. That's why I have you here. All you're right. Awesome. We just heard the breaking news: Trump has decided to end
2: DACA. Wait a minute. Let's do this. Oh, I'm caught in the time loop. <laughs> Sorry. The loop. Go ahead. It's what? So you Trump saying, has decided to end DACA? There you go. So that's the Dreamers Act. Uh, yep. And uh, you know, let me just say this about that. Um, and I know liberals who are listening aren't going to like hearing this, but uh, hear me out. And yes, it's true. My WSB brethren, we do have liberals listening. Because this show is so damn good, people can't not listen, no matter where they stand. On what side of the aisle they stand. This is exactly the right thing for one reason. Uh, Jeff Sessions made a very good point during that, which is, this is not a country of kings. You don't The, the president cannot just decide to change something this widespread, this social... Uh, throughout goes throughout society on their own. The, the, if you disagree with this, you disagree with the founders, you disagree with the Constitution. Uh, what Jeff Sessions was saying there, and I, and I think Trump, by making Sessions go out and do this, is kind of saying, look, I'm not going to veto a bill that I agree with. Okay, so what they're saying is, if you want to make this change, you have to do it legislatively. Another, another uh, this should be a, a a good example for the left and the right. You cannot govern based on executive orders because they are. You get rid of an executive order by signing another executive order. It's that simple. Okay, from the right uh, and 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 the left should look at this. Uh, the left wants to keep Obamacare. Uh, the right does. Well, left, why is Obamacare still in place? Because it's legislation, because legislation takes root. It has the force of law behind it. Let me tell you something, if Obamacare was basically an executive order, it would have been gone two days after the inauguration. So if you want to make Big, lasting change in this country—you have to do it through the legislative process. Uh, I'm not the biggest Jeff Sessions fan in the world, he's, uh, but uh, on this one, he's he's absolutely right. If the president is allowed to simply disagree with Congress and and change the law, him or herself, mm-hmm. thank you. Then uh, you're welcome. <laughs> then, uh, then, then Congress is just a debating society without any teeth. Now, it t- I think that most business leaders now. Th- there's the Trump core that does that wants eight hundred thousand gone tomorrow, but most people in the country are not of that feeling. Uh, business leaders are not of that feeling. Uh, this is a situation where what are the Democrats going to do? Don't they have to help the Republicans if we come to some sort of? So uh, Jeff Sessions, the uh, the the stories leading up to this kept saying uh, DACA will be dropped with a six month delay. I was listening to that. Maybe I missed it. I don't think I heard Sessions say six months, but what he said was a winding down process. Winding down process. You know, wind it down. In other words, it's not tomorrow. Now, there's a lot of realities here. If you, if anybody listening to this radio station thinks it's easy to get rid of 800,000 people because you make a decision to, uh, it's not. If you're 16 years old, you've been here since 2, you don't know how to speak Spanish, and you don't really have any place in Mexico that you call home, it's kind of difficult. So with Trump and Sessions, not Sessions so much, but I think by putting Sessions out there, what Trump is saying is, give me some legislation I can sign. Then it'll be law. Then it'll be legal. Get to work. He said it earlier. All right, we got more. We got more, and we'll do it when we get back. Get out of the muck and the stank and the want. Hey, English Nick, give me another story.
3: All right. So CNN have the Inauguration Day letter that Obama left for Trump in the Oval Office. Oh, you yeah. can read it there now. This
2: is a thing where every president leaving leaves a letter in the desk for, Mr. President. for, the, next, for the next president. Uh, we, of course, you know, this show has so much power. Yeah. CNN says, oh, we got an exclusive. You know, we, we have the letter. We actually have uh, the actual moment that the letter was left and the letter was read.
4: Okay, I have all this mail in front of me. I'm going to have to take a look at it. All right, Bill, Bill, letter from a woman, letter from a hotter woman, uh, a letter from a lady who is also hot. Oh, wow. It's from the White House. Let me take a look. Can you believe this? It's a letter from President Obama to me. Let me just open it up. Take a look. Uh, Dear President-Elect Donald Trump,
5: Congratulations on your victory. You fought a very hard campaign, and I salute you. I'm just writing a letter uh, to give you a little advice, take it or leave it, on how you can handle uh, the White House. Uh, First of all, uh, I've left you with a Congress uh, that's pretty unwilling to work with the President. I don't see that changing for you. Good luck. Uh, If you look to the left-hand drawer uh, in the Oval Office, uh, you'll find uh, every executive order I signed in my eight years as
3: president.
4: And, 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 and. Oh, my God, he actually wrote out all of his stutters.
5: Uh, You will find uh, every executive order that I wrote. Uh, I took the liberty of writing all your reversals out. All you got to do is sign them. Well, that's very considerate. Uh, By the way, uh, North Korea, giant mess. I couldn't do anything about it. Uh, Kim Jong-un is a madman. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do.
4: He's also a fatty. I don't like fat people.
5: And finally, those dreamers. Uh, They have a dream to stay in this country uh, that their parents came to illegally. So I would suggest that you don't overturn DACA. But I know that you're going to. So I wish you well. And I hope you have a good four years.
4: Don't you mean eight? What a schmuck. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so I don't know that it was accepted with the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that it was accepted with the uh, with the uh, with the friendliness that it was offered, but uh, it's a great tradition in the United States that one president uh, leaves a, a letter for the. I don't know who the first one was. Obviously, doesn't go back to Washington. Washington didn't leave one for Adams. I just left, it was uh, Adams, right? I'm like, getting that right. right yeah, I, I left Obama my comic book collection. <laughs> <laughs> We have more headlines when we return. No. Welcome back. It's the Eric Von. Va- I'm Eric Von Hessler. This is the Von Hessler Doctrine. The other voices you hear, are the Doctrinaires. Uh, Steely Dan. Walter Becker died on Sunday. Co-founder of Steely Dan. Kind of weird for me because I never really got into Steely Dan until about six months ago, <laughs> even though I was a contemporary and I, you know, everybody told me how great the album Asia was and I never got it. And like six months ago, I got it. Yeah. And there were two weeks where I did nothing but listen to that album and then I got into their other albums. I just start to get into their stuff. And uh, and we lose Walter Becker, so I guess I'll never see. I've never seen them live, so I'll never see them he'd together. Been, he'd
3: been sick for a while, had some surgery and stuff, missed yeah. a few shows this year so.
2: Yeah, they thought he was getting better, mm. and and then he didn't. But uh, you know, it took. I was late to this party, but let me say that was an awesome band. I know it took me fifty three years to figure that out, but once I figured it out, I, it's uh, it's awesome. And if you haven't listened to the album Asia, don't be stupid like me. Go find it. Let's do this. More headlines. I hate when I, I realize I'm never going to see that person live. Now, this just happened to me with Sammy Davis Jr., by the way. I mean, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not being ironic. That would have been a great show. Yeah, I mean, the guy was a singer, and he was a dancer, and tapped, in the whole thing. And I just thought, I want to see this guy, because he was all about show business. Mr. You know? Burjanger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he could have done Tie a Yellow Ribbon. I don't yeah. care. But I always wanted to see that guy do his thing. And uh, I just waited too long. Same thing on Walter Becker. All right, give me some more headlines there. English. All right, the latest on the North Korea nuclear crisis. Let me guess. Uh, Kim Jong un is insane and he keeps on threatening people. Can I, maybe, something like that? He's kind of chubby, too. We heard that in the inauguration. He's letter, a yeah. chubster. He's a chubster. But all right, so like that. stop <laughs> bullying me. Well, apparently he's eating all the food in North Korea because no, everybody else is starving. You Americans love to fat shame. We do, we do. And is this why you're pointing missiles at us now, or... Well, I would
4: like to destroy America, but also would like to have a more processed food.
2: I <laughs> want you do, to come in and raid all of our convenience stores. That's right. What's your name again? Kim Jong Un.
3: All right. The latest is the U.S. is seeking a tougher U.N. approach on this. Strong yeah, measures. I know.
2: You know, on the way out, a lot of people didn't notice this, but there was some sort of exit interview with somebody, maybe Breitbart, with Stephen, with Bannon. And he basically said... Un has us, you know, by the, by the jewels. By the Euns. Yeah, and by the un's. Kim Jong has us by the un, And <clears> that's really true, because it, this is a very difficult situation. Because the guy has the ability, through conventional weapons, he doesn't need a nuke for this. But if we come in, and we sort of preemptively strike, he has the ability, conventionally, to wipe out Seoul. Hundreds of thousands, millions of people. And we cannot respond to that for about twenty minutes. There's this fifteen to thirty minute area where, after that, we wipe them out. It's not even a war. It's not even close. It reminds me, uh, Tim, you weren't in the country there, although you do have a green card. I want to point out, I do have a green card. You can't throw me out. Attorney General uh, Jeff Sessions. I want to see it before I leave here. Uh, Attorney General wants to see it before (laughs) he goes. So, uh, uh, in, in the '70s. Uh, there was a famous national. Um, I'm not an What's the National Lampoon? Right. Famous cover where it had uh, a gun pointed to a puppy dog. Said, uh, "Buy this, buy this magazine, or else the dog oh, will shoot it. this dog. we Will shoot this dog. That's kind of what Kim Jong Un has going on. He has he has conventional weaponry pointed at a puppy dog called Seoul, uh, South Korea and if we if we move or do anything we lose that city it's it's a very difficult thing and we have of course have a lot of military there we have military in japan we have military in guam this is you know and he has the ability to touch and affect all of these things also i was thinking about this last night we probably do ha- still have the ability to surprise with a nuke but one of the things that's helped us through history with Hiroshima, and Nagasaki, is that we gave fair warning. We let the people know, we let the government know, and we did it twice, we let people know. Well, if you did that this time, you'd lose soul. As soon as you drop the leaflets, as soon as you let the people know, then soul goes. So in order to do it this time, we have to do it without any warning whatsoever. And we have to hit everything at once. If there's four or five spots that we need to hit, we need to hit it right so that that there can be no retaliation. We're in a fix here. And I think that probably... So there's one thing we, we could just say, look, they're a nuclear power state, we got to deal with them. We could do that, which doesn't seem like a good idea, because then you send a signal to Iran and other rogue states that all you got to do is get the nuke, and then America will sit down with you. I think there's one thing, and I know this is going to sound kind of soft, but follow me here, because we have limited options. But one thing I would like to see pushed a little further, and vis-a-vis China... Okay, so after the Holocaust, there was a lot of condemnation that went around when we finally, because if you lived in the West during the time of World War II, you heard rumors of these concentration camps. You didn't see pictures. Now, perhaps there was intelligence and there were pictures for people in government, but the average person heard rumors, even in Europe. But you didn't, once we went in and you saw the bodies uh, like, you know, just like, like kindling sort of tossed over to the side, the world could not look away. And there was much condemnation for the countries that could have done something about it and didn't do anything about it. Well, if it's true what the intelligence says, and the United Nations is already on board since 2014 it's saying that this network of prison camps that are in North Korea are concentration camps, that people are being treated inhumanely. And I think one little thing we haven't played enough with China is this is not going to look good for you. Once this gets rolled over and we walk in there and now there's video of these situations. I mean, people being, dogs being set upon people uh, so that other people can see them being eaten by dogs. I mean, once all of these atrocities come out, you, China, will be condemned because it's on your border and no one's going to believe that you didn't know this was going on. I know that seems soft, but I think it's one area... Where we need to explore much more, pu- much more publicly, because we ha- our options are so limited here. At some point, we're going to have to say, you know what? They're a nuclear powered state, and now we have to deal with them as a as a nuclear powered state rather than trying to stop it. Um, it's dangerous. And when you look at this guy, un, I mean, he doesn't even play his cards right. Because once you get somebody in a corner, the way he's got us in a corner. You're supposed to have an exit strategy for everybody, right? I get something that I want, and you get off the hook. He continually humiliates the United States in such a public way that it's getting to the point where we don't want war. But you start getting into a situation like this where uh, one misunderstanding... And we have war because I tell you, one response we're going to have, we've already done, is a lot more war games with South Korea, a lot more stuff going on around that, around the peninsula. And once you get into those situations, it's just one misunderstanding and you have war. I said this before. I hope there are people who are a whole hell of a lot smarter than I am <laughs> working on this one because it, it, my wife is like, "Well, why don't we just kill him?" Well, everybody in, anybody who ever looked at him crossways that was around him is dead now. You know, it's very difficult over there after you've seen all these military leaders, military leaders who relate are related to the leader. Getting killed. Even his own brother, who was in yeah. exile, right. was murdered. Right. Right. And you got to remember, I don't know if the brother that was murdered was was the chosen one. Kim Jong Un was not the one who was supposed to be the leader. One of the guys escaped with his family to Switzerland or something like that. Then the other brother, who is kind of a gambler or whatever, but I think Kim Jong Un was the third choice, I believe, mm-hmm. to be the successor and heir. So it's very difficult. I think that we need to maybe push the humanitarian thing. There's a lot, if if these intelligence reports are true, you know, this is not so many years after weapons of mass destruction and not (laughs) finding them. So, I say if these intelligence reports are true, which I believe they are, and the people of North Korea cannot be happy. The ones who aren't alcoholics, in my understanding is that's the way most of them deal with it. They're just alcoholics. What is it, outside of Pyongyang?
5: It's just miserable?
2: Well, inside of Pyongyang, it's pretty miserable. i just seen on TV. They all look yeah. happy. Yeah, relatively yeah. speaking. <laughs> yeah. But if they under- don't
1: look happy, then they're <laughs> shipped out to the countryside. <laughs> That's right. Yeah,
2: well, they, yeah, so they can learn how to be happy. Uh, my understanding is, I read something in the Wall Street Journal today, said, you know, back in the old days in North Korea, you would just go in the army because you get fed, and it was a good job to have. Now, the pay is really low. They're not getting fed the, the way they used to, so the army as an escape is not working anymore. They're telling them to forage corn and other yeah, things out telling, of field. They're telling the military to steal from the farmers. Right. Right. Because we have this great fight with America. It's very much, if anybody's ever read 1984, it's very much that whole thing going on. It, how many of the people actually believe this? But the story over there is your life is miserable, not because of this government, but because of the United States of America, and we're doing something about it. We're developing these nukes so that we can do something about your misery. Now, if you grow up in a system and that's all you know, but what we don't know is how much the average citizen... Is onto or knows. We can't know that. We can't know how brainwashed most of them are. Um, there so, are
1: a lot of documentaries that show young people stealing, you know, uh, Korean TV shows and sure. seeing what really might be going on in the world. So,
2: Yeah, but I mean, statistically, I mean, is, is there an older generation? This is their version of patriotism. When you're in trouble and you're a dictator, you just keep banging the drum of <laughs> patriotism, right. patriotism. But when you can't feed your soldiers, there has to be a weak link in that. And that chain, there has to be, and we have to find it, but it's hard to turn overturn a guy uh, that has killed anybody in the military who thought of anything. He's killed people who haven't thought of taking over. So it's very difficult to get something going from the inside. Um, I I'm, I'm I, I just, again, I, you know, when you do these shows, you're supposed to be the be-all the be and end-all. I'm supposed to have all the answers. I'm telling you right now, I don't have the answer it's on this. Not an this easy is, one. This is a very difficult, because we look at it and go, what, this guy, this idiot, let's just wipe him out. Right. But he's got the gun to the puppy's head, and that's where we are in this. And... So I would try to push more and more an expose of what's going on in that country and this system of prison camps that they have, and let's get it down on paper, all the atrocities that have happened, and let's present that, and and then present that to China and say, you're letting this happen on your border. This is your client state and start holding them responsible for it. Try to take a humanitarian approach. Nothing else is is seems to me is going to work unless you make the calculation. Well, the people in Seoul are just going to have to die so that we don't have uh, a nuclear n- war. Nuclear war I mean right, you know, which is after by the way, you know, the, I love my country, but the on the world stage after there were uh, weapons of mass destruction and then they weren't there, the world doesn't really trust our idea of preemptive strikes anymore, of what's going to happen if we don't. So, um, But then again, we have to protect ourselves. But again, see how we go round and round again here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have we have a lot of troops in South Korea and Japan and in Guam. And I thought, you know, maybe the answer is to let China know we're going to tell Japan they should go nuclear. Mm. Because maybe at that point when China was is facing Uh, Japan going nuclear that they would then step in and say okay little boy let's go this is not worth it we've got to start something like that our instinct to go get rid of this little runt who is challenging us and has no right to challenge us really just given that he doesn't even really have a country he's got a cult yeah yeah I agree with that guy boy China will care when there are nukes in Japan I think that's what I think Alan alright uh English Nick, who I promise you, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, has his green card. I saw it. You're fine. Going to go back and build some rock blocks at the river. Work on the Freddie Mercury rock block, because he would have been 71 today. Well, happy birthday. We're back for our final segment. We've lost English Nick. Of course, Jared, I don't know. He's at some convention. What's up, guys? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a drinking convention. Let's uh, say it's the uh, NAB, what's that? Na- National Association of Broadcasters. Uh-huh. I can't imagine a place I would n- less want to be than in a room full of broadcasters. So good for him for being out there. He's young and he's into it, so he'll get excited. I'm looking at the uh, CNN there. It's up on the monitor. Oh, they got the Octobox up, just like Uh, the Red Zone channel. 9,000 people are talking about the rescinding of the uh, DACA executive order, and they were just showing uh, a bunch of people protesting outside of Trump Tower. Which, you know, when people protest, I guess the point is to get CNN there, because there's no way that Trump kind of looks at that and goes, you know what, I changed my mind. Look, I made a mistake. Get Sessions back out there. (laughs) Reverse everything. <laughs> so, you know, protesting is now a way of, you know, doing your own reality. He's evil. Yeah. And nobody wants to look at the Constitution. And I, What's I've, that? The Constitution is the founding document.
1: Oh, like the Atlanta Journal Constitution? No. I think my parents get that or something.
2: No, no, no. My young millennial friend. No. It's yeah. the actual, it's the foundation of the United States of America.
1: Ew, that old paper with all that scribbling on it? There you go. It's
2: like yeah. yellow now. Yeah, yeah, it's really
1: gross. I Ew. love
2: it. Love having you millennials around so i can let you know that if you want to change things in your society in this country you have protest. To const- no no make you- a sign no, you know, we have elections and then figure you- out a chance <laughs> figure out a chance hang on hang on hashtag Tuesday Thoughts. Okay, this is going to make things change. What you could do is actually work through the legislative body huh? and uh, find actual legislation. Don't body
1: shave me. Yeah.
5: <laughs> what if it's bigger than usual or littler?
1: Yeah, my body's curvy or my body's whatever uh, legislative you said. It's healthy like, at whatever. any size. I wish, exactly. I
2: yeah. wish I was older because I know I'm going to make it to the end with this millennial generation, but I'm only 53. If I'm relatively healthy, I'm going to have to live in the country they create. <laughs> All right, we're going to go over and do our podcast hour. We do that if you want to follow us, WSB Radio app, the Von Hessler Doctrine. You go to the twenty four seven live stream. Seven minutes after the hour, we do hour two, the podcast hour, and you can also find us the Von Hessler Doctrine official Facebook page. We do that Facebook live. You can watch us do it. Do it. Watching people make a podcast, I can't imagine anything more exciting. But that was the radio hour of the Von Hessler Doctrine. The Clark Howard scam alert is next. And that'll be followed by the expanded new news with Sabrina Cupid and Chris Camp. We'll chat with you tomorrow morning at 11, but until then, get off my lawn.
0: Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB.
2: Almost live. From Sherwood Forest, Hour 2, the podcast hour of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. Eric's still here. Tim's still here. English Nick joins us again. Autumn's still here. You hey are so looking on Facebook Live. Jesse Brooks is hey there. running your camera stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't stay for the whole show though, right? Not really. You got, you're a busy man. I am. You've got other things to do. Mm-hmm. So once he leaves, I want the Facebook Live people to know, hmm. it's just going to be one static shot you'll have to live with that. We're down a me. man because Jared's not here. And, you know, Rush, he always has that one shot, that overhead it's just shot. just me,
5: and all you see is my yeah. bald spot. Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, if uh, it works for Rush, right, it works for us. Good enough
0: for me, good enough for you.
2: I mean, if we can have this thing here, what was that, $350 program or something, that camera, what that cost, Jesse? A little more. Uh, yeah, I think Rush could be able to do that. Yeah. Maybe have yeah. somebody do... Uh, Close-ups. You, you there's know. only one person on the show. So, yeah. Are you aware of uh, Shaney B? I'm aware of a lot of things <laughs> in this world. <laughs> Shaney B being one of those things that I'm aware
5: of. He's Herman Cain's executive producer. I am aware. You that
2: would be funny because somebody says, Are, do you know Shaney B? Yeah. But are you aware of? Well, you're aware it. I'm going to start using that. If I meet somebody and I'm talking to them about my crew, I'm going to say, Are you aware of English Nick? <laughs> I'm aware of He's English. <laughs> and his mystique? Are you woke? <laughs> That's
1: what it sounds like I'm woke. Stay woke. Are you
2: woke to I, English I, Nick? I am woke to both English Nick and Shaney B. Lean into Shaney B. Yeah, you two do uh, a podcast and a show, kind of a fill in show. Right, we fill um, in on last WSB night. Radio.
5: But uh, I bring him up because every Saturday night now we are doing a live. Uh, podcast from the Herman Kane studio. And Shane put a lot of effort to make it look like an actual TV show. So you see us both on camera. Right. Uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, video bits and all sorts of things. And it's oh. every Saturday night. And all I'm asking is that you go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Experiment. And find the YouTube link, which is the first one, and then subscribe, subscribe. to our page. Mm-hmm. Then we get an official URL for the YouTube page. You
2: know, I wonder. I, I I sometimes wonder why people don't subscribe to things that they like, but it happens quite a lot. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been watching uh, a lot of these, uh, and I won't get into it. And I don't, Jesse. Asked me not to get into Twin Peaks because he's, he's still a season behind yeah. and the he doesn't future. want <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't want it ruined. Yeah, and since he's somebody who's actually interested, I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to ruin it. I Thank don't want to. I don't want to uh, ruin it for him. But I, I watch, you know, some of these things on YouTube, and the person's like, you know, subscribe. I subscribe, but you look at the thing, and it'll be like 1.3 thousand people watched it, mm-hmm. and then there's only like two hundred and seventy people who subscribe. So I don't know what it is. It's not that difficult to subscribe. Do people are people afraid the government will then know <laughs> who you are?
5: I hope not, because you should see what I subscribe yeah, to. Sure, oh, yeah <laughs> <Well. laughs>
3: Alright
2: <this>
3: <laughs> You know maybe they maybe they think they're gonna get bothered when they don't want to get bothered but by it. You because hey, yeah. you're into it, you want to get
2: bothered by When you subscribe to YouTube channels, I believe you can choose to accept notifications, oh, right. which if you said right. yes, then every time Shaney B and Tim put up a new show, you get a notification, well, but you can say no to that as well and
5: not, and just go back and check it whenever you want. That would be once a week. unlike Alex Jones, who I had to turn off because you get a notification every two seconds.
2: You actually watch his shows. I watch him and laugh. Here's, I, I couldn't sit through it, but apparently this is, so when did Inland Empire come out? Like 2007, David Lynch movie, mm-hmm. uh, the only one of his movies that didn't make money and, and even for fans. You really, you know, in order to make it through it, you have to do the uh, clockwork orange thing. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's it's really, I mean, (laughs) I got to go back and try to figure it out because I love Mulholland Drive, so I should be able to figure these things out, but wow, that's a chore. (laughs) Uh, Inland Empire, but- it, apparently, it was when it came out, David Lynch was on Alex Jones' show. He was. It was an interview. <laughs> Alex Jones is interviewing David Lynch, and I, I the whole concept of it may be so uncomfortable that I didn't list listen past. Hi, hi uh, Alex Jones is a big David Lynch fan. My <laughs> love, David Lynch. Well, here we go. We got a brand new video. He's well, about yeah, about that. Yeah. and you know he famously doesn't have long answers. No, he's, <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he's not being rude with that. He just he's like Greg Russ. Yeah. He doesn't believe in, in in embellishing anything. If you ask him a question. He'll say yes or no.
1: That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Something, yeah. <laughs>
2: so, uh, so. I couldn't do it. So maybe I, I, I should push you over. I think it's only like a seven or eight minute thing. Yeah. But the whole concept of Alex Jones talking to David Lynch made me so uncomfortable that I didn't make it past the first 30 seconds. And I, I
3: got to see it. I, I just, yeah, Now I want to watch
2: it's it. It's an audio. It's just an audio. I don't think it's a video thing. Mm. It's just audio. Was he just a radio show at first before he added audio? Yeah. This he, is like 2007 or something. Uh, 2000. It's, but he calls it, it Infowars. Yeah,
5: Infowars as a video channel started growing after 2008, and uh, he has millions of viewers. So
2: you watched him a lot. I mean, I, I get, watched. The I clicks. get so uncomfortable. I get so uncomfortable with the madness of that. That mm-hmm. I get, I have to say that I. I'm not. Uh, I don't watch things that make me uncomfortable. I really respect someone like Rush Limbaugh, who obviously reads. All the stuff from the left. Mm-hmm. Whereas I just can't get more than oh, are they doing this nonsense well, again? Alex Jones has I just it. can't and like. But if I, I would be better, right? If I actually went to the stuff that I found stupid, but it has. It has effect in the world, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I may think it's stupid, but these, this is like more people who are young agree with this point of view than agree with my point of view. So it, it would be better for me maybe to try to, to, to understand, understand it, to understand where it's coming from. But it just makes me just go, oh, God. I'll
5: check out Leanne McAdoo, his female anchor. Uh, she has. Leanne Wackadoo?
2: Am mm, I the first person to make that no. comment? Yeah, probably And not. when
5: you see her, you'll know why they call her Wackadoo. But uh, she has two D's in her name.
2: What's her name? Uh, D. Oh, okay. nah, she, large. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Alex Jones supposedly had sex with 9,000 women. <laughs> I am so very high.
3: Who takes a male vitality pill? I've tried to watch him, but 30 seconds in, I'm just like, this guy is completely insane. And I'm out. I'm,
2: I don't I'm know out. that he's insane. I think he's playing. Uh, he's playing a role. He's playing people, you know? Mm. Uh, this won't spoil anything. Okay. But, uh, you know, what? Uh, what... Dr. J- Jacoby became mm-hmm. on the new thing, right. uh, you know, where it's like you think – and it's kind of an Alex Jones type sort of. I mean, I guess from the la- – left, you can't even really tell where he is. He hates everything. yeah, And he just rails on on yeah. everything. And you think, wow, okay, this guy has been – he lost his license, so he hates the government or whatever, and, and he's doing his thing. But just when you think that he's speaking his own truth, uh, you know, they show you that he – he tries to get people to buy these golden shovels yeah. for thirty dollars or whatever it is. Right. And uh and, and shovel their way out of the poop. <laughs> and and it's like wow, so he's full of it, you right. know. It's like because they show him just spray painting regular shovels and then sending them out to people. <laughs> that's the first thing you see. It's <laughs> right? the first thing you yeah. see in mm-hmm. the news in the new series you know, after the little thing with the fireman. It's and, the first thing, you,
3: first scene you see. And one of the wackiest characters in Twin Peaks history buys one of the shovels. Yes, exactly. Is dig- digging uh-huh. into it. Yeah. yeah
2: so I, it's like well, so then that's how I kind of look at Alex Jones, you mm-hmm. know. Like, uh, like you know, if if I really believed that he was speaking his own truth, mm-hmm. that and 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 I just thought he was whacked, it might be fun to watch. But he's selling these people all these things. Well, oh, you got to get the water
5: filter, seeds, the male vitality, yeah. the seeds. So,
2: in order for me, and, and then it becomes just super a, beta prostate A simple <laughs> equation, right? It's a simple equation. In order for me to sell more of my things out of the survival genre, right. like seeds. The more I scare you the more you are going to buy things Fear. and then once that's done was oh you're just doing it for that i don't know i don't know art the guy art bell
5: did that art bell did that with his Bajan radios and the you know the turn of the century things but
2: it doesn't hurt to have a radio that's a wind up radio right. that might actually come sure. in handy sometime if all, if all the electricity goes out <laughs> for days and you got a wind up radio it's not a bad idea but you to did have the one.
5: other things too you know buy the buckets of food buy all right, the things yeah. Yeah.
2: isn't it what is uh who's uh the 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 Jim Baker is he still doing the yeah. buckets of food? That
5: is so entertaining.
1: <laughs> so good.
5: Even the super deluxe re edits aren't <laughs> as funny as actually watching it. And his weirdo wife. Yeah. I mean, she makes Tammy. Well, Tammy Faye actually turned out to be a decent. Human Tammy game.
2: Faye turned out to be a uh, an interesting. Character, a Let's broken, a broken yeah. bird, a broken, a broken person. But she, they know, used to be fun. I used to watch the PTL Club in the eighties, six have, in the morning. I used to. Uh, that was all the PMRC stuff, right back in the eighties. No no. no, 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 no. This was uh, PTL was praise P- the Lord, praise the Lord. Oh. this was their. This was before they got in trouble. This, this was their. This was their television evangelist outreach thing, and it was hilarious. I mean, I used to love watching it then, <laughs> just because it was just unbelievably fun. They reached out to. Uh, gay people who had
5: AIDS in the yeah. mid-80s. And this is part of the thing that nobody understands, that part of their downfall was a reaction from the Jerry Falwells and right. those yeah. people.
2: Yeah, but they also... They, well, I know they were scammed. They oversold with the Heritage USA. They, you know, they did some kind of weird timeshare thing.
5: Falwell and the other guy, they helped Leak all that. Sure, stuff because sure. Because they
2: didn't they, like they, they didn't, they didn't like them, and which is interesting because the evangelicals first, you know, they're very, they bother a lot of people. But I think in that area they've opened up. Yeah, they may not. They're never going to say that uh, you're right for being gay or having AIDS or whatever. But they have opened up on the. I you're, like them. You're our brother and sister. It's our obligation to help you. Which, you know, if you're totally enlightened on the issue, is isn't, isn't even halfway there. But it's much further. Than they used to be back in the day, where they would just condemn. And they're not as
5: opulent as, say, motivational speaker uh, Joel Olstein, yeah. who's just loaded. Oh. And what does he even say? I know, but don't you think this whole thing? Uh, I think that's overblown.
2: Yeah, but I he mean, is a charlatan. I, know, I
1: can't, I can't weed through what's factual and what's what not. What does it matter? By Tuesday, by
2: Tuesday, he had opened the th- damn thing up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, and there are pictures of water inside the church. There was, well, you had right. plenty of room on the second floor. No. Well, I mean, Basement. maybe he didn't have a, maybe he didn't have a full staff because. Right. They live there, you know. I mean, so I mean, and I'm believe me, Joel. Did you mean the word unctuous? Because you said opulent. He's oh, op- you mean living the life that yeah. way. I, I see, Joel Ulstein. I don't even understand the concept of a mega church. But yeah. then again, what is the Catholic Church? But a mega? I mean, so uh, well, there's doctrine at least. Yeah, but I mean, I don't understand the whole thing where they've kind of put together. It's it's half preacher, half motivational speaker right. kind of thing, and so I find it to be weird, and I find him to be unctuous, and you know, sort of uh, used car dealerish. Yeah, yeah. Um, but from the very beginning, when they started going after this guy. It's just like people people had kept their powder dry to go. You can tell when there's a little bit of an opening and then everybody just lets off their volleys yeah. because they sense an opportunity to go after this guy. And I just didn't see that it was I don't I you know, he was I, put on the defensive when he shouldn't have been. I, I think that he was just condemned by millennials on Twitter and no idea who he is or what are you doing? You know, what are you doing besides I'm your hashtag? Tweeting. You know, you're mm-hmm. tweeting. You know,
1: so and like, I'm retweeting people who care. So. Uh,
2: okay. Well, you're doing your part, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: There's some of those super wacky Christians down at uh, Dragon Con protesting at the parade. Oh. I saw your
2: picture. Why? You like gay people or something? What are they, what are they against? Nah, fantasies, just, wizardry, and such? So Thou shalt repent and yeah, repent stuff, right? stuff. Oh, so they were just because it's a big event. Yes. They show up at any event. Yeah, okay. you get an I the, the yeah, I thought maybe the wizarding perhaps would upset them. No. Well, I'm sure it does <laughs> because, in a way. Yeah, but only their wizards count. Only their wizards not why count. Only our fantasies. No black black magic, right? (laughs) No, no, none of that. Uh, A guy parts the Red Sea—that's not wizardry. No, that's God, man. Exactly. I don't want to get too, you know. So, uh, (laughs) or drought, or drought could be a drought. I I find those things to be ridiculous. Like I don't have all the answers, and I'm not—I'm not somebody who. But I look if people. I don't know what the world is about. I have Mm -hmm. no idea. I'm just trying to be a halfway decent human being. During my run, I don't know how long the run will be, huh. you know, so, but it's been a pretty good run so far, right? It's been like a, it's been like a, one of those Broadway shows, my life, it's not the biggest hit. But it just does well enough to stay on Broadway for years. <laughs> like, who really cared about the Fantastics? But it was there. For, or
5: Mum
3: and Chon.
2: Yeah, just there forever, just constantly <laughs> running, you know? And that's kind of, I feel like I've had a kind of a mid-level good Broadway so you're, not, you're not
3: a Cats? No, yeah. no, 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 I'm not a Cats. No. I'm forever at the no Winter fat- Garden Theater.
2: <laughs> yes. No Phantom of the Opera. No, no, no. no. None of those Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice <laughs> joints. <laughs> uh, I you know, oh, Like rent side hustles, yeah, side joints, well, but rent's gone. So I mean, my uh, run has been fifty-three years. Annie, get your Annie. gun. Annie, get your gun. <laughs> I would say maybe one of those mid-level yeah. you know, guys and dolls keeps yeah. coming back. Doesn't stay long. My fair lady. My fair lady. Now I would say that that's a pr- you know, the fi- my fair lady. I'm jumping all over the place with my ADD, but um, <laughs> my fair lady has in the. There's one song in there that is so misogynist that it's fantastic. You could oh, never. Yeah. You can. What is it? You know. Uh,
1: yeah. it's um.
2: Why would I want a woman around? It uh, just goes off yeah, on all yeah. the things. Well,
1: uh, what is it? How it, does it?
2: Yeah. It's, and it's a way where you're looking at remember. these. It's right at the point where you're looking at these two old guys going, are they gay? There are no women in their lives. Well, who wrote it? And they're always hanging out together.
5: <laughs> Think know? about who wrote it.
2: Well, and generally,
5: was, all that stuff was written by gay people in the fifties, and and
2: sure, yeah. But that their characters—I don't. I think they were citing a, like the doctor, what's his name, the the professor, the Rex Harrison character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has like this older guy who that's always with him, and but and you, right at the point that you start to wonder, these guys got something going on. Uh, then just he starts old army buddies. He starts, yeah, he starts singing about, uh, yes, yeah, like Sherlock Holmes and his his army buddy, yeah. my live-in army buddy. <laughs> he well, I guess, he gets married, doesn't he? The doctor gets married. Has. Yeah, Watson. So, yeah, he gets married. He gets married after a while. But, uh, so uh, this song is great. Just as you're wondering that, he's like, uh, basically, it's like, why would I ever live with a woman? And just rattles off all the,
1: all the yeah, stuff. He calls, but, men are so honest, so yeah. thoroughly square, eternally noble, historically fair.
2: Oh, you got Uh the lyrics in front of you.
1: I got the lyrics here.
2: But get to the part about when a woman comes around. Like there's like like, uh, the things that uh, (laughs) a woman does, and you know it hasn't changed. It's just there's something about nature. Men are, uh, you know, philandering douches throughout all of history. That doesn't change. And women, uh, women can get on your nerves if you're not a woman. I'm, you know, I'm. Even if you are a woman, if you ask my wife, they can get on your nerves. Even (laughs) if you are a woman. Not, oh, can we talk about this Why can't a thing woman that... take
1: after a man cuz men are so friendly, good-natured and kind, a better companion you'll you never will find. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Hello. Well, you Dude, know, this is doing uh, it
1: for themselves.
2: My uh, my theory about uh the ancient Greeks who Oh yeah. Their minds, you know, they 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 invented the senate, you know. They mm-hmm. invented the deliberative Deliberative body,
5: deliberative body.
2: Yeah, the process, the body, all of it. Philosophy, mm-hmm. the the foundation of Western thought, Hellenism, the whole mindset. They they did this, and they hung around in togas. Sitting debating the issues of the day, <laughs> and then when they would go home, their wives would just be hectoring them. Why
4: were you at the Senate yeah. all day? When are you yeah. going to clean this hovel?
2: And maybe they would try to like say, "Well, we were talking about um, uh, whether man is truly free, or is there free will?" Or and then she's like, "I don't care. Why, well, you know what is to... not free more lamb." Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, my, my belief that why we have you know things like you know we think of the Greeks in certain ways. As a matter of fact, there is an act that I will not mention here on this family show that is uh, called uh, Greek. Greek. Hmm. Right. And uh, so my feeling is that at some point with all this hectoring and then they go to work and they're talking big issues and they're sitting around the Senate in their togas and or perhaps in the spa. And one of them says, you know what? If we could just stomach sleeping with each other, we'd never have to talk to them again. And I think... I really believe <laughs> that that's how the whole thing started. Hmm. Not that there was no gayness before then, but I mean, mm. they, they worked it into their... Am I right or am I wrong about that? No, this? I think you're right. They worked it into where you it was had a, part a
1: of. Yeah. It was part of becoming a man. Y- yeah. Was to start hanging out in these, like... Yeah. places with these dudes, but, and they would teach you how to have sex,
2: yeah, and like they say so they really had a great scam going on, the older people <laughs> it's basically they they thought of it as tutoring mm-hmm. or an internship, and what would happen was you'd be like a thirty eight forty year old dude and you'd have on your your nineteen year old apprentice, and then <laughs> if that old, then because yeah, yeah. because back then they, right. you know they weren't like you know you can't drive till you're sixteen or something like that, so they drive. didn't care, you know, so this like <laughs> so, so then, be, after so many generations, after so many generations, like uh, you, like when you're 19, you're used uh, this way. So uh, when you're 40, it's like, well, yeah, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And they really it's, worked it in.
1: A lot of uh, it's a little bit different, but in some Middle Eastern countries, it's it's a little bit similar, where your first sexual experience is typically with a man. Really? Yeah, like dudes. But they're so dudes hold hands and hold friends hold hands in the streets.
2: But they're so religious, doesn't they, so they come from the Abrahamic Well, I know, but they're being mm. they're they're like, I don't
1: think that they're actually having sex. Well, I think are, that they're doing other things.
5: No, my friend lived in Oman and he was constantly being hit on by you yeah. know Saudis and other Arabs. Well, you look at
2: the name of the place.
5: And he, oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh man,
3: oh he would man, say, he would say to these guys,
5: "No, I'm not gay." And they go, "It's not gay." It's with, not gay, right, just It's gays. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's like which, which is why which is, which are so they weird.
1: having sex? Sex? Or are they doing other things?
5: No, it's why Ahmadinejad said there are no gays.
1: Right. I
2: see. Right. Mm. Right. Because it's they're not gay. They're just having sex. Right. No, look, I don't look. There may be some people who hold hands and. You know, play funny business and stop there. But I know human nature enough to know that in reality, mm-hmm. once you get that close to the fire, yeah. you're like that guy at Burning Man. You're <laughs> jumping in. Somebody's <laughs> jumping in. Did you see that story? Autumn. Yes, I did. How, what's going on? This guy, uh, Drugs. Drugs yeah. is what's going on. Yeah. Mother grieves death of son who ran into Burning Man flames. Yeah,
3: they said that there's no, there was no alcohol in his system, but
2: they're still oh, waiting on the toxicology yeah, drug report. Yeah, they're all tripping, It was all right? burned
1: out, by the way. I'm sure there's nothing. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, how ridiculous. Do you do, of course uh, it's drugs.
2: Yeah, how do you do toxicology? I don't know how burnt he was. Did they pull him out, or did they just wait till the fire was they, over? They couldn't get to him straight away because the thing was toppling. Did everybody we covered burning, him in feathers. He yeah. yeah. our best. Yeah. And you know this guy was like, yeah. uh, yeah. I am everlasting, or something. Right. He, I, mean, I am the Lizard King. <laughs> you know? The I'm king of, one of the world what with the light i mean come on I mean, it's, Look, there has to be a limit to it. You know, 41, 41 years old this guy right yeah he was very well that's, married. The difference. No that's what
1: people think you know that these drugs are expanding your mind and well maybe they are but they might be killing you and making yeah.
2: you
3: real dumb
2: here's the thing you have to understand in the back of your mind no matter what drug you're on you have to have this reservoir of sanity yep. and you have to and believe me i've been there as a youngster i don't i don't dabble in these kind of things anymore but there was a time and that when, is harder with some drugs than others. Well, you know? I'm just saying. Yeah. I've done the I've done the 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 LSD when I was a youngster, mm. uh, when I was an, a teenager. I quickly didn't like it anymore.
5: That's a horrible. But, long time.
2: Yeah, sixteen hours. I don't have sixteen hours Mm-mm. to give to anything anymore. <laughs> but when I was seventeen, I guess I didn't have a whole lot going on. But I had one. I guess what they call a bad trip. It was bad. I had one. It was bad. Worst night of my life. Uh, yeah, it's horrible. Horrible. And I was with other people at first, and I was like kind of curled up in the back seat. (laughs) But the, the whole time, there was a part in the back of my mind that said, this is the drug. This will pass. I never, I was never convinced completely that this was a reality. I still remembered that I had taken a drug, and that I had heard about things called bad trips before, and that this was obviously was happening to me. I still had that, and one of the people that I was with looked at me, and I was able to summon up through my eyes (laughs) that thing that said, "I got this. This is bad, but I recognize that." The clock is my friend. It's just going to take a long yeah. time. I never believed that, that that this was real. I just thought, oh, this is bad. Now I'm stuck and this is going to take a long time.
5: Be happy you don't have general anxiety disorder because then you're fighting that as well where are right. saying this is never going to end and I'm stuck this way. But, but then your logical side going,
1: no, it's going to
2: end. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's the important thing. I never been it's in a situation It's funny that you
1: whispered to that person because it is yeah. true that the yeah. this, the, the uh, rational part is the whispering
2: one. Yes. Yeah. It's, come yeah. on, come yeah.
1: on. This god. is forever. Oh god. <laughs> no, it's okay.
2: Shh,
1: it's all right. It'll end. No, it's always going to be this way for the rest of my life. We went no,
2: This is just the drug. You Yeah. Fine. We went to uh to see the fireworks on it was July 4th 100 years ago. I believe we were celebrating <laughs> the centennial the of the first country. Talk <laughs> <Before laughs> of July. It was You were 12 years old. Right? Yes, 100 yes, years yes. Ago, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think in in reality, I was probably I don't know 18, 17, 18, somewhere in there. And uh, the the whole thing was we out in this big field and near the water, and and the fireworks. They start the fireworks show, and the local rock radio station is uh, simulcasting music to it. Uh-huh. Right. So it's got this real apocalypse now kind of We used effect. to do that with '96 Rock. It's got this that. apocalypse now this thing. The end no, it's like it's like. So when they when they blow off, it's like. But even more than that, more more like boom bam, You know, so it's making like this big sure. uh, type of thing, and then it starts to rain just a little bit, and the wind starts blowing, and so they stop the fireworks, and so there's this middle part where it's like. Well, what's happening? Is there still the music? No, everything Um, stops. Okay, what's happening? And then you get the word that uh, the fireworks have been canceled because a storm is coming in. And so everybody gets up from this field, starts turning around, going, I'm walking through, going back to the car, through this field, and I feel like I'm 20 feet tall. And everybody that I'm looking at seems to be slack-jawed, looking at me like, "Uh, I'm going to kill you. Not dangerous, just just like dumb... Uh-huh. Like nobody knows what's going on. Like
3: zombies almost.
2: And then the rain was hitting intermittently. And so, like, one drop would hit my face, at my forehead, and then feel like molasses as it ran down. Uh, and I said, Uh oh, kids. <laughs> I've heard of this before. And now here I am. But I still, my point being, I never believed it. Mm. Like, you hear these stories about people who are tripping. And they, they jump off buildings believing they can fly. I don't think that would happen to me. That's I think like I would, PCP. I would always know yeah. that I couldn't fly. you know. Or, or this guy. I don't know what he was on. Maybe he was on PCP or one of these other drugs hmm. where you feel invincible. Last oh, time or I or took Molly a- or something? Nah, I don't know.
5: <laughs> Last time I took acid was in 91 at the Knickerbocker Arena. We went up there trying to get- I saw
2: you, t- I saw you too at the Knickerbocker uh, Arena. That they- was like Albany.
5: Yeah. That was a great room to see shows. Well, we didn't get tickets. We were there for yeah. the Grateful Dead. And uh, it was wintertime, and it was. I just went all out like an idiot, and yeah, I started like freaking out. And everyone turned into little hobbits and elves because they're yeah. all these hippies, and then they trans whatever transfiguration yeah. into yeah. morph yeah. <laughs>
1: transfiguration. That's like a Catholic thing.
2: Yeah, transfiguration. <laughs> just, no, just the word morph. They morphed into. They morphed into. Yeah elves and fairies and... Had you been reading Tolkien at the time no. or something?
5: And then there was this one <laughs> British guy who gave me tea. Oh, he's, he's from in the Shire.
3: This- I bet he's like, that where or no, This, know, this, this tea
5: will help you calm down, man. I look at it and there's little things at the bottom. Are like,
3: there mushrooms in this? <laughs> and I threatened. <laughs> and
5: then, it- thunder snowed.
4: Wow.
2: So, it's oh, that's bizarre. Snowing. Snowed. I've seen that once in my life. That's it was weird time. when yeah. I was totally sober. Thunder and lightning but snow. Oh, wow. It's a very rare event. All right. And uh, Isn't was... there a thing on YouTube where that guy from the weather channel is going to? Yeah. Thunder <laughs> snow. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's a god.
2: I can't believe it. It's got to be a band named Thunder Snow. Thunder Snow. An easy one. Thunder we are Thundersnow.
5: Thunder <laughs> but that was the worst night. I never did it after that. So yeah. we're going on twenty six years. Yeah,
2: well, it's just what well, it happens. To get older, and you're just like, ah, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't do this. You know, and, uh, this sort of leads me a little bit to this this other story about now fentanyl, this weird new synthetic drug, is responsible for more overdoses than heroin, which has always been the the thing up to now. And I can't figure this fentanyl out. Like, nobody wants it, right? I mean, you read these stories where cops go to the emergency room because they're around it. There doesn't appear to well, be Barney, any can, dosage where you can go, oh, wow, that's
3: awesome. Somebody told me you can just touch fentanyl. Yeah. And it gets into your skin and you get high that That's way. what
2: That's what's happening to cops who make bust and they don't know what's going on. So if that's true... Was Prince taking fentanyl? fentanyl? Yeah, he was
3: taking that as a painkiller for the the hip condition he had. How can he take that? I mean, 50 times more
2: powerful than
1: that. But it is a a prescribed medication as well.
2: Uh, so it must be a very small – I mean, how if, – if, if cops who come in contact with it end up in the emergency room – Right.
3: If you're taking three or four pills, how, how is Prince
2: live? taking these things for any amount well, of time and not dying?
3: Maybe he was on a very steady dose, and then that particular night he just took too much of it. So know? the
2: fentanyl – so what's happening is people are cutting heroin with it because then they can get more out of the heroin That's by right. having power. Those people, I hope, are all, if there's a hell, are just going – Straight to hell. I've I mean known, I've known people locally who have friends die from the the fentanyl. I the mean heroin. that's just you you are a death merchant yep. if you are doing that. The other side is, boy, I'll bet you if you got your heroin at the local pharmacy this wouldn't be going on. Yep. I mean
3: mm-hmm. honestly. Right. Already in Europe there's places where you can go and they give you your daily dose of heroin. Right. You know it's clean, you know it's pure. You even in I mean, I right don't there. know.
2: I mean, I don't know what the real answer is, as far as the state is concerned about how you get people off it and all that, or even if the state has a responsibility. Opium dens, bring them back. <laughs> but when we have them, they're just called crack houses. Yeah. But they're in bad it's, neighborhoods. But they were
1: so romantic when they're opium dens. Yeah, I you know. know. Got, people like, lying.
2: <laughs> people lying on couches, you smoking. Know yeah. and <laughs> just, and just, Chinese uh,
5: convenience <laughs> women helping you
2: out. Yeah. <laughs> Comfort women. But now it's just like crack houses, and you know people are squatting in bad neighborhoods. But you know, I, the if we if there's a certain number of people to take heroin, I, I mean, I'm not going to. You could you could put it in front of me here. It could be free. It could, just legalize I have it no, all. I have and no interest. I have no interest. I feel like if you could get heroin at the pharmacy, um, I think yeah, I think there'll be a spike. At try first. it once or twice. So I think well, yeah, yeah. Anything anything. Well, I don't know if you can try it once or twice and be on off the hook. But yeah. I, what I'm saying is, it's dangerous. And I think that if things were legalized, in, in the beginning, I think that there would uh-huh. be a spike in curiosity. Because maybe some people, only reason they're not doing it is because it's illegal. They do not go to jail. Right. But I think over a period of time, five years, ten years, I think you would end up back in a situation where there's a certain percentage of people with addictive personalities that are going to take heroin. And the question is, are they going to get it clean? Or I mean Keith Richards in <coughs> his book says, look, I'm Keith Richards. I always got clean stuff. I you know I, I, say, I never I never had to worry about it being cut with something that's going to kill me. Yes,
1: I agree with you that you know it is better for the 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 user right, and and maybe like you said it would spike and all that. But if you have someone in your life who is addicted to heroin and their lives are horrible, and now all of a sudden it's legal and there's no mm, potential for that person to hit bottom to stop using it, sure. Like, didn't, don't you think that that wouldn't be good for that family? I don't
2: think there's any easy answers. I don't think there's an answer that no, makes No, they're an addict. Yeah. They're an addict. But what you're saying is,
1: like, just give up on the people who no, are
2: addicted. I'm not, you know? I'm not, alcohol's I'm not legal and that. people hit bottom all the what time. What I'm saying is... What I'm saying is... Exactly. What I'm saying is that we would get rid of people dying because it's cut with stuff. That's right. the first thing. So you're, you're doing something. And I, I believe that ultimately... A certain percentage of the society is going to be hooked on heroin. It's been shown, mm-hmm. or be addicted to something that's that bad—opioids, something. Right. You know, I mean, I could, I could choose to be addicted to opioids. I don't. I don't know why. I've taken opioids before. They felt great. I was like, oh, this feels great. I woke up the next day and said, you know, you can't do that every day. You know, I don't know. Gene. Right? I guess I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I, my, I know, because you're an expert. <laughs> On everything. On
1: everything. Dr. Fisher. That's right. Doctor, live. Dr. live.
2: Dr. 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 Drew Fisher. Here. Expert. <laughs> yes. You can tell she's a doctor because she wears the uh, the thing around her neck. The stethoscope. Yes. The thing,
1: she, see, you don't know she, what that yeah. is. That's why you're not a doctor. See, uh,
2: that's what uh, it's called
1: a stethoscope. Uh, that's
2: right. Nice Autumn will always get mad at me because uh, she loves Dr. Drew. She uh him a phone. But uh, <laughs> what I thought was hilarious about i don't is that show still on where he no, has no it's not still yeah on after he, i know what you're gonna say after go he ahead. after he killed that guy from taxi i guess they took the show he on. did not <laughs> kill the guy from
1: taxi he killed himself
2: um uh i understand but he was supposed to help him and he didn't get the job he done.
1: did help him he checked himself into a nursing home at like 40 years old
2: okay okay so the point i would watch the show sometimes was it on hln no, it was on VH1. Okay. HLN, uh, he
5: had a show that got canceled. He had
2: his own show. Okay. Yeah, so uh, what was that called? Celebrity Rehab. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm watching this once and he's he's doing the office visit thing with uh, some celebrity, somebody from one of the reality. I don't know who it was. Yeah. Some woman, I don't Donnie care. Donnie Most or something. Some woman, I don't care. <laughs> Donnie Most not. was <laughs> not <enough. laughs> I just was trying to think of something. <laughs> I know I can't. It was one of those women. Maybe it was Tila Tequila. I don't know who it was. One yeah. of these people. An uh, aging
1: porn star. Yeah,
2: she and and but uh, he's sitting there and he's got the lab coat on, yeah. the doctor's coat, and also he's got a stethoscope around him. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Dr. Drew, I don't believe for a moment you're taking the vitals.
1: The next like, that's just scene, a Eric, it's after a the pop. interview, the next scene is him taking their vitals. Can
2: I tell you something? That's BS because my doctor doesn't even take my vitals. The, the, you go into, there's the waiting room. The nurse does and then it. You Yeah, go he's in... doing
1: it for the show. He still is taking, he's not pretending. He's like, he's not holding their wrist with his two little fingers going like 10, 40. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: still taking their vitals. I'm just saying there's no need for him to take the vitals. And no doctor actually takes your to prove his
1: authenticity I of got, being a doctor or something? Uh, okay.
2: Have you ever had a uh, uh, a uh, sexual fantasy that included Dr. Drew?
1: Eric, it doesn't work like
2: that. I'm just asking the question. No, You're very not. focused no. on this dude. I mean, he is like, if you if you started a new religion, you would do it around Dr. Drew. You think of him as the, the light and the goodness of the world. <laughs> Is,
1: so we all wear our stethoscopes, yeah. inside, yes. and just yes. inside the church, yes. he's so
5: handsome too. He makes a good god. <laughs>
1: he's <laughs> he is a, handsome.
2: What is he? a Podiatrist of some kind? What no, is he? Is a, he People is a
1: medical MD. People get mad at me. People certified, get Certified. Hold on, a uh, yeah.
2: Uh, certified uh,
1: medical certified television addiction s- medicine specialist. Oh. Internist. He's
2: an internist. Uh, internest. Uh, <laughs> he. Uh,
1: I love how I said it the right way, and you had to repeat it the wrong. <laughs> you said
2: internest. I back. did not. Go back to the
1: text. So funny. maybe you're just hearing. Maybe your hearing is weird.
2: Maybe your hearing. Internist.
1: Is, and you said internist. You
2: said internest. I did not. Yes, you did. That's where yeah. I go to find out where his web page Download is. Download the vitals. Yeah. <laughs> Off the internest. <laughs> yes. Internist. I <laughs> I was going to go after you on something else but I lost my train of thought. So.
4: Do it. Bring it on. Get mm-hmm. rid of the illegals.
2: Yeah, and then we got yeah, We got Attorney General Jeff Sessions who wants to uh, get rid of drugs. I, I mean the the look, they're completely right on the executive order. It's not law. You got to do by you got to do by law. But um his whole thing on marijuana. It's the
4: devil's tea. This is the next
2: thing. <laughs> People sit and
4: sip on it and get all sorts of crazy ideas that they can play instruments and that they can blow jazz like their satchmo. Uh, And uh, our white
2: daughters are are are, are laying down uh, with the jazz musicians. Our
4: beautiful blonde-haired white. (laughs) you <laughs> girls are laying down with these jazz musicians, these Pink Panthers. They're up to no good.
2: <laughs> They're up to no good. They, they like With their horns and stuff, they hypnotize these beautiful young women, white they, girls.
4: They blow on the jazz trumpet, <laughs> and somehow... <laughs> Seduce, yeah, the wonderful uh, young ladies Siren call, the, sometimes. Uh, yeah, they because
2: otherwise they were raised good people. They, they wouldn't be great. hanging out with these jazz
4: musicians. Good Christian ladies, mm-hmm. don't lie down with them.
2: Mm-hmm. No,
3: not
4: you know no, what not I mean jazz. By them? jazz musicians. Jazz musicians, absolutely. They yes like sir. the Pied
2: Piper.
3: These jazz musicians,
4: yes, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> and they 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 lead I our... saw
4: that movie. The Pipe, the Black Pied Piper, <laughs> brought to you by <laughs> Vivid Video. Um, also it's the pipe piper of Harlem,
3: I believe. To have you be, ever,
2: Attorney yeah. General Jeff Sessions, have you ever you know, like you know, you're online, you can understand how that works. You ever you ever go to I'm uh, traditional, I go to the booths. <laughs> Oh, you go the old <laughs> starship, the old fashioned. I way.
4: put my little pinky through the glory hole. Oh Lord, oh. no! I don't want to hear
2: it. Um, do they have those still? Like I've never been to Starship. Yeah, I, I haven't been because I years was with the regular guys. To. I just always thought there's no way I can walk into a place like this. They're all listening. Like there's no way I can walk into an adult bookstore in Atlanta hey, and get oh, yeah. away with it. Hey, you know, it's like, uh, like Springsteen used to say, <laughs> "Living in New Jersey would be like Santa Claus living at the you know being at the North Pole. It's like you just don't want to be there. It's just too obvious, you know." Jesse, do you have to leave? I do. I got to get out all of All right. So we're just going to be stuck Jesse! with one, one static shot. Mm-hmm. But and now so- you can talk about Twin Peaks season three all you want. Oh, watch. yeah. that's uh, Bye. To the delight of our audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jesse.
2: Bye-bye, Jesse. That's another show for the drug
4: people is the Twin Peaks. And the president and I decided that we have to get rid of the drug shows. Yeah, yeah, no more drug shows. No more Twin Peaks or Preacher where they show Jesus heaven. Oh, and that was horrible, Deviant huh? Intercourse with Mary Magdalene. <laughs> yeah.
2: That just seems like, you described that scene to me, and I just think that as somebody who's not, you know, not like a, an evangelist, I still have respect for people and their traditions. <laughs> yes. And I, I could not, I mean, I couldn't be on that show. If I
5: this just, were 1998, boy, that show would be drumming up all sorts of protests. But yeah, it, nobody, nobody cares. So the I Catholic really, League cared.
2: Yeah, well, you told me that there was that scene that was like almost pornographic. Well, it was like Team America.
5: That sex scene, you know
2: what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. So it was, it was, it was uh, was, very graphic. It was
5: kinky, but it was shadows. It was their shadows, but you knew what they were doing to each other.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I I have to tell you, I'm still old school enough. I fast forward, even if I'm not some sort of evangelical myself, I have respect for people Mm -hmm. because we started talking about this before. I don't know what the I don't know. I'm just trying to live my life and be decent, and then. Whatever, I'll let it be. You but know? you
5: also respect the
2: people. I who... respect people, and I don't. I don't. I'm not above that. I'm I don't know the answers, so maybe you have the answer. How do I know? I don't. Yeah. You know what you're. What you're. What you're selling doesn't necessarily resonate with me. But I'm not the king of the world. Like I don't know. I'm not. I'm no smarter than anybody else is. So I respect. I respect people and what they believe. And as a creative, as a creative person, I could never be a part of something like that. Mm-mm. I just couldn't. It would be too. You know, it's pushing I, it too far. I mean, I I like The Last Temptation of Christ, and they had a, allusions to it. I mean, it was you kind of knew it was going on, but it mm. wasn't graphic in any way. Right. You it's know. a show called The Preacher, you said?
5: It's called Preacher. It's on AMC. Uh, AMC. It's based yeah. on a comic book from years ago. It's very well written, very well, well acted. People like reformed. it. Yeah. It's a good show. It's true to the comic book for the most part. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could you can do it and not do it. I, I don't know. You can allude to it. It doesn't. like. I'm not going to say Get rid of the show, or I'm offended. Well, it's I'm just,
2: surprised that it just hasn't even caused any kind of. It's the world maybe we live am I now. not watching Fox News enough? Like, what? I mean, Bill if O'Reilly had, left. Are we not going to get a war on Christmas this year? There are things <laughs> that I expect out of Fox News. If they had been body
5: shaming somebody, you would not hear yeah, the end of it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: But yeah. if they're making horrible videos of Jesus and Mary Magdalene, eh, well, it's okay.
2: I just, uh, it's just uh, that would make me highly uncomfortable if I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not a. Regular church going. But the
5: funnier thing is that there's this group of people that call themselves the corporation called the grail. And uh-huh. they protect the lineage of Christ, the baby from that union. Uh-huh. And preacher goes to meet him because he's trying to find God.
0: Yeah,
5: <laughs> oh, all, he's
2: inbred. And it's so in, funny.
5: Uh, it's the uh, progeny of Christ, but he's inbred.
2: Well, what, what are they? Are they just out to just offend? Again, it's from a comic from like like the 90s. Seems like shock jockery to me. Mm,
5: like, like you're trying to shock people. It's different to see something created 25 years like ago, like two cowboys having screen. sex
2: up on the mountain. Well, I would that never make a spread back.
5: To them. I'm sure that
3: happens all Oh, it happens all are you kidding me? They're just wrestling.
2: Yeah, you kidding see, me? you
3: got to stay warm, haven't you?
2: Well, you yeah. ever see The Family Guy where the horse puts his... <laughs> 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 the horse sticks his head into the tent and he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I tell you, I, I've never been able to watch that movie. I have nothing against it. I I've nothing, never seen it. I have nothing against it. It's a great movie. I'm sure, and you told me you cried at the end. of Oh, and it's
1: real sad. At I time.
2: hear it's great, but I can't... There's something about I don't know. It's me. It's not the movie, cow right? Poking? People love the movie. The cow you know, no, no, it's not that. I'm not a. F- i am not mean, people, ain't a cow poke. Look, it's a I'm cowboy a, poke. I'm a live and let live guy. I don't care what people are doing. I, I mean, I and, do. and, and obviously, people out on the range by themselves for a long time. I mean, that's just it's just an area of cowboyism that John Wayne and John Forbes are not interested in studying. <laughs> well, <right>? hey, pilgrim.
5: <laughs> you go in there and take a nap. I'll but be in there later.
2: I think there's something about those two guys and they got their like Texas drawls going or whatever. Are they from Texas or are they from mm, Wyoming I or something? Don't know. But um same type of thing. And it just and then it starts to get intimate and I just I have to be honest it wigs it weirds me out not because I'm not against it I I don't care I don't because it's those two actors I I just I don't know what it is but well you know sometimes when that I just there's something about that
5: you're more of a Harry Hamlin uh,
2: making love Michael Onkine yeah see
1: that's the thing so that movie the reason I thought that the movie the movie was beautiful
2: I'm sure that it is. Don't get me wrong. First of all, I I love the director, Ang Lee. He made the ice storm amazing. And that horrible Hulk movie. Yeah, well, you can't hit them all. But I
1: want to say that I I, I was not happy about the love scenes between them. Okay. The intimacy scenes were nice where they were like caring about each other. Yeah. But the actual scenes where they were having sex, it was very aggressive.
2: Well, they're two guys. They're cowboys, man.
1: No, but that's fine, and, and I feel like maybe the first time it's like a bar fight, it, it's I like understand. a bar fight
2: with you, ki- but you're kissing, kind of. <laughs> it really Show was. Sketch. It was like,
1: <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was well, like really I, rough, and then I, and I kind of get that in the beginning because one of them was like not, you know, the Heath Ledger one was not um, wanting to. Sort of admit to himself that right. he was gay,
2: but who's the other guy? Like- Hiddleston or whatever that guy's Jill name? Hull. No, he- oh, Dylan oh, yeah. that guy's a great actor. They're two great actors. Yeah, we have to keep
5: just- seeing his sister's boobs and everything. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's okay. I don't
2: watch movies, so I don't know.
1: But anyway, I just feel like eventually they should have been more like tender and loving right. toward each other. I don't. I feel like
2: you see the they- more tender and loving, then the more weirded out I get. It's a weird thing with me. That's I don't know what I don't know why I've never. Had any kind of problem? I mean, I've been enlightened on this since I was
1: twelve. So no, you're allowed to, even if you're not. You don't but, have to. You don't have to. But I have it, to
2: admit that that the those scene that for, when they were coming up on that first scene, mm-hmm. I tuned in late. I was like, oh, let's see what this is about. And uh, first of all, calling it Brokeback Mountain sort of leads to a very easy kind of porn title, which I'm sure came from it.
5: Uh-huh. Uh huh. You
2: want yeah. me to Google yeah. it? No, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
1: Well, you can say the word, right? No,
2: you know what? We get too sexual on this All podcast. Right. It's still WSB. Speak for yourself. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, get a CPAP. Do you in your have tent? a CPAP machine when you're going
4: to sleep with your buddies in the mountains?
3: <laughs>
2: I don't get stranded. Under- what I'm trying to say is, I am being critical of myself here because I know that guy is a good director. I know that those are two great actors, um, and the word on the movie is that it's a very good movie. And I love films, but there's something about that. It just I don't I don't know why it's in your brain. Pl- it's the yeah. same
1: part of your brain lights up um, if you think about your parents having sex.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think
1: there's been M- people who are not homophobic uh, that you know in an MRI and a weird part of their brain is like a, a a fight response or whatever the um, like an yeah. aggression.
2: Uh, right, but when you say live and like let that. live, it's like, well, I don't have to watch everything. Live and let yeah. live. Yeah, don't That's hurt nice. each other, don't hurt, you know, and everybody it's just the you know. It's new
1: type of person though, like the millennial that would say that there's something wrong that you can't watch it. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I mean, maybe What's your is. problem, hater. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I, myself I
1: I told Fly you, above the haters?
2: I told Jakey. you that, that one time that I was watching that uh, that, that Queen concert mm-hmm. from I think from Wembley.
3: Freddie in his shorts
2: yeah Freddie comes out at the end he's got a red bandana around his neck uh he's got he's shoeless he's shirtless and shirtless he's and he's wearing those really short shorts and he looks like he's he just looks like he's on the cover of a gay magazine <laughs> and uh what year was this? well, I think it was done it was the only it's supposedly it's the only queen concert ever captured on film one of well no the other ones are video, but it's the only one that's ever been captured on uh, film uh, got ya. and uh so you can see all the details well. So it was, I was watching it, and then, like, the, that's the encore. And during the encore, the front door opens, and my wife and family walk in, and I turn it immediately as if I'm watching pornography. <laughs>
3: Like, I, that, I
2: <laughs> so so I mean, so there's crazy. no doubt that that's some sort of statement on me. I, I don't, I don't, you know. Yeah, where's your kid? Where's your? I father? love Queen. My family loves Queen. There's no, you know. It's like that kid
5: in kids in the hall movie. Where's your father? He's upstairs. Oh right? yeah, You're ready to gate for. Watching the
2: Fireman video. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mister, that was a good movie. That was, that I movie, loved that. Movie. That movie got I no. That movie. Why do people What's not it like that Something movie? Super Brain candy.
1: Brain candy.
2: Why isn't that movie more like that? Like I, I'll be honest with you, I like Monty Python, mm-hmm. but I like Meaning of Life and Life of Brian more than uh, the first one. Those the, the Grail, the, the Grail. Every, right. Everybody loves the, you know, and everybody's doing the lines. And there, I, I think it's a, a pretty funny movie. But I think Brain Candy is as funny or better than that movie. And I don't know why it doesn't get. Why don't people like. It bombed. It did bomb, but it Mm. is
5: a cult favorite. Who did
3: did Brain
2: Candy? It was the the kids in the hall. I've never seen this. It's funny. It's a great, great, funny movie. We're
5: going to get the big table in here. You mean the thing you just
2: mentioned? Yeah. Oh, we're on it. This is cure. Like people I mean, I know that because they were so good, they have their cult following, but they don't have that Monty Python thing uh-uh. where people walk around, I'm a lumberjack and I don't which is like right. not the funniest thing. I ever walk did. around going,
4: My pen, where's my pen? The one I do all my writing with.
1: I say, I used to live here.
4: I'm a chicken lady. Yeah.
5: Or the guy S- 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 like you guys are nerds,
2: but I mean, you can get a job like uh, uh, working in just a regular job, just you know, just regular working class people, and somebody will break out with a Monty Python line. Sure, you know, mm-hmm. so it really it, Finland,
5: Finland, Finland, the country I'd quite like to be. I always don't know
3: that one. I just saw *Meaning in Life* for the first time in a long time the other day. And it That's still my ho- favorite it still their holds movies. up.
1: That's
2: my favorite of their movies. The
3: John Cleese teacher s- scene in the classroom is just.
2: Yeah, I guess Life of Brian, and I saw, I saw, uh, I saw Meaning of Life at the theater. It's the only one I saw at the theater when it came out. But I, Life of Brian maybe is a little bit deeper, and 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 sheds, yeah, is funny. It's funny in a lot of ways, but I think because of that weird. Uh, UFO thing that happens in the middle <laughs> I'm like okay you couldn't tie stuff together something you know there's no meaning of life is just a series of sketches and they don't they don't try to pretend right. that it no. all rolls together um and uh the thing at the end of death you know, hey, I, I, I didn't eat the uh what's the one guy <laughs> I'll die from eating something go. I didn't have the salmon mousse. <laughs>
5: yes, the All right, me.
4: shut up, you <laughs> Americans are always saying well let me just say this. Well you're dead now, so
2: shut up. <laughs> and they take uh, the cars. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just like, I, I uh, and them. then they go to heaven and uh yeah. Well, yeah, it's Christmas, oh, wow. it's Christmas in heaven. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was uh, Graham and mm-hmm. for the longest time, because mm-hmm. he so, he's, looks so different. Hip, 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 the, uh, right? The, um... What else do they do? Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a. Uh, nobody talks about it, but I think maybe my favorite is the uh, the war sketch. Oh, yeah. Where the oh, guy yeah. keeps. Oh, get up. <laughs> that one.
5: They no, him, no, no. They give him the
2: cards. <laughs> no, with the gifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Came, they're in the foxhole. <laughs> they keep giving
3: him and they hate ass. him by the end of it. <laughs> so, oh, and,
2: and the homeless kids. <laughs> that's our awesome. pop culture the podcast. The homeless kids
3: are awesome, too. Yeah. Who I that?
2: Know. Oh, yeah. The organ donors. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, living, then? <laughs> the. Uh, so, we, am I stepping on radio labyrinth there? Look at the pop bloody culture.
5: Catholics filling up the bloody world with people they can't bloody well afford to feed. Oh,
2: that's fantastic! In fact, that's I a could use Prince Tickler because I broke it sexual. I don't yeah, know sexual. I just realized during this podcast. This
3: I just realized I'm a pretty dark human being yeah. Why? because you talk about you can't watch Brokeback Mountain. No, I don't want to be no, put I'm, it that no, way. no. No, no. I just saying there's certain things, not certain things that people can't watch. Yeah, I think I can watch anything. I've seen so much violent. Yeah, like the
2: Lars von Trier movies, like Oh, Antichrist. I can't watch! Well, I heard about that. I I, I, can't, I can't watch a guy w- 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 lop his thing Oh, off. it's absolutely no. insane! But like, what I, movie
3: is that? That's uh, Antichrist. Antichrist oh, that by, by Lars von Trier. Horrible. William Defoe. <sighs> good movie, but damn, oh, that guy. Oh, it's doing, dark all the way. He
2: made a great movie called uh, Breaking Wa- Breaking the Waves or something like that. Yeah, and didn't he also do? Melancholy is Dan- good. Dancing in the dark or Dancer in the dark. Yeah, with but fantastic York. movie. <laughs> he did the one where the guy <gasps>
5: had the doll. The Love Doll?
3: I don't know. I, it's so
2: not uh, a sexual talk. We're on WS. Well, that's no, it's just dark movies with Lars von um, uh So I just want to say this about Twin Peaks. and Autumn, if you're ever going to watch it, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for anybody.
1: Should I, turn, should I turn my mic down?
2: I'm not going to give okay, you a here. spoiler. Can I, if, I just, if I'm just if i just general, I'm not going to say anything that happened in it. I'm just going to talk about my reaction. Okay? Okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm it's very, you know... I will just say this. This, I'm not making this up. When the credits ran, I'm sitting there, as every week we have, my wife and my youngest son, we get together, we watch this all summer long. When it was over and the credits ran, I yelled. I yelled. (laughs) I hit the table and I yelled, WTF, but I didn't say WTF. You also texted it to me, too. Yes. (laughs) And I will have to say that at that moment... I was, if not angry, nonplussed and confused. Mm -hmm. But... I felt empty. Let me say this. In thinking about it, and I'm going to go rewatch it probably today, because we're going to do a Twin Peaks wrap-up. Right. We're going to record that tomorrow. Me, the three of us, English Nick, Tim Andrews, and me. And we'll talk more about it then. But I will tell you this, that since then, the last 45 minutes has haunted me as a film of itself mm-hmm. and without before i've gone back i now am sort of in love with the way the thing played out because that's what, what cinema is supposed to do right if everything was tied up in a nice bow it would have felt great at the moment but it would have been cotton candy it just would have gone away it's like right. okay everything whatever but this has haunted me. These scenes, this this obvious dream, mm-hmm. you know. And now, well, I remember last week. Before
3: you get to the point, last week we were saying, "Oh, he's going to take us to, this saying, no, 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 it's going to yeah. be euphoric," and he
2: did in he hour did. one. He did, and yeah. then he subverted it. You could have ended
5: it at hour one, and
2: went, everybody would have been happy. Everybody right. would have been happy. Um, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now there's so much. This is one thing David Lynch understands that does. most people don't. The mystery is way more fun than solving the mystery, and I will say this: in the very be- in the I remember this when I first watched the first two hours back in nineteen ninety or whenever ninety or ninety one when it came out. At the end of that two hours, I yelled, "WTF? <laughs> we don't know who killed more." Like I thought it was going to be a procedural show. Yeah. At the end of two hours, we're going to find this out, and I realize now that the slug line was always wrong. The slug line never should have been, who killed Laura Palmer? The slug line should have been, why did Laura Palmer die? That's what this story is really about. And much more. Because this has been wacky this season. But I've loved it. And even though in the moment, now I'm like, wow, that artist got me to scream into the sky when it was over. But
3: I screamed during the first hour. I texted you during the first hour.
2: It's, Holy it's, shit. Yeah.
3: Because what was what we talked about was unfolding a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's
2: getting rave reviews, which is surprising me. So hopefully, there's going to be more. There's some talk on Showtime whether they would do six episodes or it's maybe a, a movie, movie yeah. or something.
5: Six two-hour but, hour episodes.
2: But at the at the uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the end, I tell you, man, that's how I dream. I've got I'm, there's like a connection to that that long drive, and then when they're in the middle of the street, I mean. That really, 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 people fuzz up the camera. Oh, he's dreaming. Yeah, Lynch no, doesn't do that. Boom. This is just a thing where it's just like, wow, this really feels like a dream. So I think there's I think as there's... time has gone past since Sunday, I'm sort of in love with it.
5: I think he has a, the key to it all is electricity.
2: Yes, oh, obviously, and infinity.
3: And I think there's a lot of chunks of reality that we
2: haven't seen yet. I believe that there's an underlying quantum physics thing going on here. How much time do I have? 20 seconds. All right. So we're going to do the Twin Peaks thing tomorrow, and we'll get it up by Wednesday. Or by Thursday. I'll
5: put it up as soon as I get home
2: from work tomorrow So it'll night. be a Radio Labyrinth extra? Film yeah. buffs number two. All right. Oh, hey, guys. Wait. Get off my lawn.